Giving Credit is a podcast giving those making a difference their credit. On a weekly basis, we'll be interviewing parents, tech CEOs, financial experts, kid entrepreneurs, and others to learn about credit, education, financial literacy, and building wealth equity. Thanks for joining us. Another week, another exciting edition of Giving Credit. And I am here this week with Ebony Beckford, who is the founder of Finlit Kids and Prosperity Mamas. Both two amazing ideas. I'm a mom. So I'd love to hear, Ebony, how you started your journey and what inspired you to create these platforms. Well, first, um, thank you, Annika, for having me here. I'm very excited to be um, on this podcast, especially because when I first started out, Kitty Credit was one of the companies that I researched Ah. as one of my (laughs) peers inside of the the market. And so I'm very excited to be here with you today um, telling you about my journey. And so I, um, I started out with a children's book called Madison's First Dollar. That came about because I was pregnant with my daughter Madison and I was about to give birth and I started having anxiety attacks because I started thinking about my own mortality, especially Mm -hmm. of color, you know, our um, maternity, maternal mortality rates are higher. Um, And on top of that, I lost my own mother when I was 18. And so I started having panic attacks because I understood what it was like to be a child without a mother. And I I started thinking about the things that had the biggest impact on me. And one of those things was the lack of financial resources that Mm -hmm. I had when she passed. And so my mom passed when I was 18. And at the time of her death, I had negative $200 in a bank account. And Mm -hmm. I remember that number because I had just started college and opened a student checking account and use my overdraft protection money to buy Christmas gifts <laughs> for everyone in the family. And so and so I basically started out on my journey at a negative, right? Yeah. Um, and I was very nervous because although my husband and I, you know, we both do pretty well, we still didn't have enough for to protect Madison because we, didn't, we don't have generational wealth. Yeah. And so as I started to think about some of the things that really were lessons that I wish I would have known, I started to do research to get an understanding of what I could teach Madison, like what can I leave behind um, and and how early I can start to teach her about money. Um, And when I did the research, I started to realize that like many of our habits that impact the way we um, spend money in adulthood are formed between the ages of three to seven. And so, even though it's great for us to, to gain a financial education at any point, right? It's really crucial that we start to introduce kids to basic financial concepts as early as possible so that they can develop the habits to be successful with money. And so I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna write a children's book. <laughs> um, I just, I wrote a children's book and I was sitting on it with me and my husband, we would talking about it and didn't really know what I was going to do with it. And I went to an event where there was a, a psychic or she doesn't call herself a psychic. She calls herself, uh, I thought she called herself, but, <laughs> and, but it was the first time I ever got read and she had mentioned, she asked me, she was like, Oh yeah, you're going to be doing something that's creative. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not that creative. And she was like, yeah, what are you writing? 
And yeah. Wow. I told her, I said, well, I'm writing financial literacy books for my daughter. And she said, well, publish them. They're going to do well. And so I published my book. I self-published. I got a self-publishing coach and self-published my book. And it did very well. And what happened after that was what surprised me the most was that many of my friends who were high achieving mm-hmm. paid individuals were coming to me and saying, thank you for creating a tool for me to talk to my kid about money because no one ever spoke to me about money and I'm now living paycheck to paycheck, right? And so I've been taught how to earn money, but I never really was taught how to manage money. And so from there, doing more research, trying to figure out where the issue is, I came up with the concept of Finland Kids, which is a multimedia company that promotes financial literacy for kids through fun and engaging books, games, activities, and also I'm creating content. I'm actually producing a, an album in my husband because he's like, oh, you got an album dropping? <laughs> um, but I remade some um, of my daughter's favorite nursery, so, um, nursery rhymes. Oh my gosh. It's songs about money. Amazing. And, yeah, I know. And so that's how I came up with um, Finlit Kids and we launched in April of this year. And we got a lot of we got a lot of traction and a lot of really good feedback. Um, we launched with the first product was uh, it's called the Money Box, and it has inside of it um, a bunch of little activities that parents can use for their kids. So coloring book, flashcards, play coins, money jars, and also like a, a match card game that parents could use to start to introduce their kids to financial concepts without having to disclose their own person. Mm-hmm. which is a, a big thing for parents so yeah so yeah and then I, do you want me to talk about prosperity mamas yeah too? keep it rolling like this is I'm got just, a lot going on you do <laughs> sometimes you feel like you're being really long-winded but um, so prosperity mamas came about after I released the money box and I started to notice like when I released the book I released the book everybody bought it right eight ninety mm-hmm. and I got this book but the the um the money box was a little bit more expensive. And mm. so people didn't, they didn't, they didn't go out and get it as quickly. So I started surveying people and asking them questions. And what I came to realize is that like, there are a lot of parents out there that know that they should be introducing their kids to these concepts, but they really don't know how, yeah. right? And the way the money box is designed, it's designed to be interactive and engaging. So the parents would have to be involved in the process. And there are a lot of people who, because of their own trauma around mm-hmm. money, they feel very uncomfortable. And so I decided to start a support group for um, an inclusive support group of mothers who are working together to heal as well as build um, wealth for black and brown children specifically. Yeah. And I say inclusive because there are white people who are raising <laughs> black and brown <laughs> children as well, and they need spaces as well. Mm-hmm to come and kind of like understand what some of the challenges are that we deal with. And so I have um, I have a small group of women that I'm working with now and we're building out workshops. I have um, my a resident therapist wow. who speaks about, you know, PTSD and trauma and how it impacts the black and brown communities um, and how how um, some of those traumas actually impact how we spend spend yeah. money. And so. I'm really excited. It's very, very young and I'm just, I'm at the early stages of it, but having spoken to a a good number of women 
I think that this is something that is going to be well received. Absolutely. Um, I'm a mom. My daughter's 13 now. Oh, uh, and so I, I, yeah, I, I taught her other stuff like, you know, save, spend, give, invest, having those buckets. But right. I wish that I'd had more tools like this when she was right. younger and even right. kitty credit because she's kind of aged out of the kitty credit age range too. Right. Um, you know, we still talk about it and we still use the concepts, but right. I think it is so important to, that people are willing to share their stories yeah. and how they came to where they are. So thank you so much for being willing to share um, and course. talk about your experience. Yeah, this is something that's really important to me because like I said, I lost my mom when I was 18, struggled. And now that I'm older and I understand the way the world works and you know, you start to understand that a lot of the things that you struggle with are due to finances, right? Mm -hmm. So. Without having money, you, you don't have access to basic things like yeah. healthy food, you know, clean water and things that are really important. And so this is something that's really, really important to me, especially because there's a research report that I read by Prosperity Now in the Institute of um, Public Policy that said that um, by 2053, I think it is, um, the average net wealth of the Black community, uh, average Black household will be zero. And Madison's only going to be like 34 by then. Mm. <laughs> when you really think about that, um, it's, it's, it's a crisis, right? So we have to start. We have to start now. And then I, what I find most interesting about the work that I'm doing is that like many of us struggle. Like we know what we do. You just said it, earn, save, invest, give. Like it's a simple um, formula, but so many people fail at it because of the habits, right? Right. And that's the part that doesn't really get spoken about. So if they're creating um, programs in schools right now for high school students, something is better than nothing. But are you really, are you really like instituting the, or giving them the tools that they really need at the time period that's most important for them, right? Mm -hmm. To develop the habit. Because yeah. I think about when I was in high school, I remembered everything that was said to me. I took the test and then I, I left and right. didn't listen to anything. And so- Same here. <laughs> now, right. Madison's two now and she loves to, I mean, we have the, the coin jars and stuff. And she knows, she understands money. We go to the store, she gives the cashier money, right? We we play and we play, you know, like we're going to the grocery, we play with the coins and the flashcards and we, we color and it's the best part, it's coloring her color. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> and she has no clue, but she's color, you know what I mean? And, and so um, using stories and, and, toys and things and even like the songs that that she loves using those tools to just introduce her to the concepts so that it's something that she has a positive view of um, and builds positive habits around so that when she does build on her knowledge it won't be something that's boring it'll be something that's fun for her so oh yeah and then as she starts to understand that that's her in the picture, and, you know, that's going to be in a whole other level. I Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. <laughs> so I wasn't 18 when my father died, but when he died, it was, 
I had some of those struggles too, because like, I didn't know what bills of his that I was responsible right. for, if any, or if I was supposed to pay stuff off, I started paying stuff off and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not responsible for these, right? you know, right. Um, or looking for like insurance policies, like trying to look through stuff that he didn't keep good track of that right. we don't really think of. So that's another level of like how you're bringing this to the forefront is we have to right. think about, okay, what happens if something happens to us today? Have we left everything in order for our kids so that they can easily access or their guardian or whoever can easily access the information that they need to make sure that our kids are taken care of? That's exactly. It's so funny you said that because I did um, when I first came up with the concept of prosperity mamas, I have a mom panel that I try everything out on. (laughs) The first thing I did with my presentation is I said, who's going to take care of your kid when you die? And they were just like, Okay, jump right into it. And I said, no, this is something that you need to think about. And it's not something that should be sad. Um, It's something that you really need to consider, especially with so many of us being first generation. Mm -hmm. Because if you're the first generation success story, and in many cases, you're the only one, when you pass away, who's going to who's going to take over? Right. That's that's what we were up against, because. My sister passed away and she had three children and my mom had custody of them. And so it's oh like the guardian twice. And we were faced with that. Right. And like I tell people, sometimes it's the people that you think will step up who don't mm. may not want to will. But are they the right people? And so with Prosperity Mamas, that we think about the whole that whole situation, like planning. And that's why I say specifically to build wealth for kids, because while I do think you have to worry about your finances, I don't think we think enough about our mortality to really plan. So I've spoken to some friends who are high achieving and they're like, oh, no, my kid is good because I'm doing well. What happens if you you pass away? Right. And and so even with Madison, my husband and I, we're trying to be very intentional about even building community around her Mm -hmm. because it may not be the family that takes her, but it may be the community that takes her and it of those people like once you figure out who who you want to take your child if something happens what's that person's finances like right <laughs> I need to have, what accounts do I need you know what I mean do I have to have you know a, a custodial account um, but also have an account that can't be touched until she's 18 and so this is like true like estate planning that we have to we have to start really thinking about um, the other thing I try to tell is why I love prosperity mama so much because I tell them I talk to women all the time. And it's like, um, there. What if you don't have the money, the extra money to put aside, right? I said, well, when did when did when did we stop trying to get our kids to earn money, right? What happened to the big bills? <laughs> and I'm not gonna walk past a kid with candy. I'm gonna give them <laughs> money, right? Um, and there's so many different ways kids can can make money, right? Mm-hmm. If your daughter can go, she can go grocery shopping for a neighbor, right? And yeah. she's 13. And so we kind of got to get back to remembering that our kids, our kids are people, <laughs> they're human, <laughs> and we're building their skills. And part of building their skills is actually putting them to work. <laughs> and so it's not just the, it's not just the household chores. Right. I had, to, I bought my prom dress. <laughs> so I have a very strong work ethic and that's developed because I, you know, my mom made sure I was very independent. That was in, I think, I thank God for that, that she um, invested so much time into building my skills Mm -hmm. 
when she passed on, I was able to move forward. Right. Um, I didn't, I was 18. So the, they were just crazy. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> but when I turned 18, they legally considered me to be an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, I had teenager after my age. And so there were no benefits for me. Right. In fact, they wanted me to, cause I was in school um, in Boston at the time. And they wanted me to, in order to retain, because my mom was on public assistance, in order to retain that benefit, I would have to leave Boston. So I would have to leave school. And Ooh. so there was, there was no help. It wasn't even very uh-huh. little, no help for me at 18. And you see that happen a lot um, with foster children, right? They age yeah. out 18 and you see a, a large population of them become homeless because there really aren't as many resources as you would think there would be for someone with we can't even buy a drink. <laughs> right, right. Oh. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. No, we could get into this for hours. Forever. There are so many issues to unpack. <laughs> um, and I love the Prosperity Mamas idea because I think a lot, a lot of us are, we do have things that we're dealing with financially that affect big parts of our lives um, that we don't necessarily want to broadcast or share with just anybody, but having a good group of other moms as a support right. system so that we can not only work on ourselves, but also how we're sharing messages and teaching our kids um, together. Yeah. Yeah. And and thinking and thinking together, thinking in a group, because it's it's so funny when I share my life experiences with people, people usually like, oh, and I'm like, well, I'm okay. Like I survived it. There are many people that would not have survived the things that I had gone through. And so we have to be proactive in thinking about those things. Um, it doesn't mean walking around every day like, oh, my God, am I going to die? Because I, I definitely don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but but I also think if you if you think more about your mortality, I think you appreciate life more because you recognize that time is limited. Right. Um, and so. I, I mean, I, I I love the ladies who are working with me on it now, and I'm really excited about that. It, you know, and it it's complementary to Finland Kids. Yes. So you know, it's they they go hand in hand, and so I'm I'm excited. Nice. So thinking about your 18 year old self, if you could go back in time, what would you tell yourself about finances and credit? So it's funny. I would have told my 18 year old self not to buy Christmas gifts oh. with overdraft protection. Money. I would have explained what that is. That's that is credit. That is not free money um, because it took me years to pay off that debt because my mom passed away. Right. So I had I was working part time at Marshall. So I had to it took me forever to, to pay that off and then even longer to unlearn some of the bad habits that I developed. But the one thing I would say to my 18 year old self uh, and even younger is like invest mm-hmm. Un- and understand investing um, and make sure you prioritize that. And so I think about the many rounds of drinks I bought for <laughs> friends in my early 20s <laughs> and what that could be right now, what stocks. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't think about things like the rate of inflation. And so they're not negotiating their salaries, right? Mm-hmm. It's the rate of inflation. And so you're, we're seeing our wealth significantly decrease with wage stagnation. Um, and I think like psychologically, if I make a hundred dollars or I'm still making a hundred dollars, but you're not really thinking about, well, 
your rent went up. Mm-hmm. A bottle of water is no longer a dollar. It's like two now. Your gas is the most expensive thing. Thinking like, about that. Yeah. Right. And so I would definitely tell, those are the things I would tell myself, you know, invest and advocate um, strongly for, for what I'm worth. Because if you think about the formula, right? Earn, save, invest, give. It starts with earning. And so <laughs> earning a reasonable wage, right? Because you're not negotiating or advocating or even working up the courage to leave something that feels comfortable. Um, you kind of get, you kind of get stuck in, in you're retiring at 65 and you're like, I made a decent amount of money, but where did it go? Well, yeah. you didn't make that money grow, right? Yeah. yeah. So those are the things I try to, I try to talk to people about all the time. Well, and this leads perfectly into the next question. If you had $100,000 today, no no strings attached, just came into your world, what would you do with that? Honestly, um, because I'm trying to raise money now, (laughs) (laughs) I I would invest it in in something like kids. Um, I have, right now there's two two products, which is the first book, Madison's First Dollar, as well as the Money Box. But it's a four-part series, and so there's four books and four boxes. Yeah, and there's there's some other, um, like I said, content. I have programming that I want to create, and so I would put 100% of the $100,000 into, into that because I look at that as not only an investment for myself, but an investment for Madison and an investment for my community which is really, really important to me. And so I feel like the money would be best spent there. I was, and it's funny you asked that because I was thinking about, not that, but I was asking myself, I said, when would you leave your job, right? Like if you was doing well. And I was like, well, I have a good schedule going here. Like I wake up at 5 a.m. and I work until probably about like work hardcore, like until, until like 10 because I'm a lucky mom, Madison sleeps to like 9, 30, 10. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah, and so I've been able to manage having a, the two businesses and a full-time job. And so I was like, it's extra money. Why Why not take as much as you can get <laughs> trying to build wealth? So it's funny you ask that question. <laughs> um, how would people find you? Like, what's the easiest way? Via your website, social media? Yeah. Yeah, my website is www.finlitkidsbox.com. Okay. Finlit Kids was taken, so I had to add box. So finlitkidsbox.com, um, as well as on Instagram. That's the easiest way other than um, reaching me through my website. Um, so it's at Finlit Kids Box on Instagram as well and on Twitter and Facebook. Nice. And for your mom's group as well, are you? I know you said you have a good core community. Are you going to be expanding that so that moms in, yes. you know, all over the, the world can join? Can join. Yes. I'm excited. Um, yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm currently right now building out the workshops with the small group that I have and with the hopes of, with the goal of, no, hope, we're not hoping we're making it happen, <laughs> exactly. but with the goal of launching in January. Um, and so if there are moms who want to reach me at this point, reach out to me through social media, um, Finlit Kids, and just let me know that you have interest in Prosperity Mamas. 
but I, I will have like the full blown. I'm where I'm building a website now. Website, um, social media, and everything for that. I'm also going to have a podcast too because these types of conversations are important. This is where the jewels come from, and we learn about what we really need um, to be doing and where there are opportunities for us to grow. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your candor and taking time with us and really, you know, talking through some things that are so important to our communities that people just don't talk about. I mean, um, you know, even though I have different experiences than you do, I can relate to everything you're saying so much. My mom was an immigrant when she came, you know, she came here, different money, different systems. And so again, still like I didn't, I didn't have necessarily that teacher. Um, and right. I think that's, it makes me think through those things too, with my own daughter of like how I want to teach her right. and it's not my mom's fault. Right. But absolutely, like how we want to teach our kids is so important. They are the next generation and we don't want them to be living in a world where they have zero wealth and zero. Right. So, <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And when I saw that, I was like, what? This is crazy. Um, but yeah, you know, I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Giving me your time and, and giving me your platform. And I'm definitely looking forward to us staying connected and collaborate. And maybe I could bring you on to Prosperity Mama's podcast. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I'm sure that we are going to be doing some things together with Kitty Credit and Finlit Kids and Prosperity Mamas. So mm-hmm. looking forward to all those collaborations down the road. Thank, Thank you, you to, our, to our audience for listening to another week. Ebony, appreciate your time so much. And I'll be back again next week with another guest. See you then. This podcast has been brought to you by Kitty Credit, a mobile app designed to educate children on the credit system by completing chores. Now available in the App Store and on Google Play. For more information, go to kittycredit.com. K-I-D-D-I-E-K-R-E-D-I-T dot com.